Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Podcast. I'm your host, Jack to Trunk Hussey. Joining me this week is Mr. Raj Baines. How are you doing, Raj? I'm not too bad, mate. You sound a year older and wiser. I am. I'm I'm infinitely wiser now. Um definitely older. Um and that's about it really. That's my uh, that's my reflections on turning thirty one. Much less of a meltdown. Edinburgh, yeah, I went to Edinburgh for my birthday. It was a very beautiful city. First time I've ever been to Scotland. Uh, First time you've ever been to Scotland? Yeah, yeah, funnily Jesus. enough. Um, loved it, though. Absolutely loved it. Thought it was a cracking city. Really. You look like you enjoyed the whiskey, given the photos that you lost with Posted. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Passed out I, a train. I did. I'm, I'm partial to a single malt. I've had to, I used to always have one when I recorded this, but I. Uh, yeah. I, as soon I, as you hit 30, that had to pack in. Knocks it on the head a bit. Yeah, a little bit. It just makes you really fat whiskey. That's the problem, you know, and I struggle with that as it is. Brutal yeah. hangover as well with whiskey. Yeah. Um, but that's that's the voice of Mr. Sebastian Stafford-Blort, no longer the Premier League owl as of today. Oh. It's, it's quite sad in a way, Seb. I, you know, I, I know I made that little joke about you're with the angles now. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Earlier on, but it was uh, you, you. You had some, you had some big names coming out there to pour out a little liquor for the uh, for the Premier League owl. The yeah. Premier League stew, as it's now known. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, like, there was, uh, there was, yeah, lots of um, kind people said some nice things, but um, yeah, no, it's, unkind it's just, people said some unkind things. No, just you, mate. <laughs> <laughs> you were the only, the, you were the only dissenter in a what crowd. Did, of, what um, did you say, right? <laughs> He was just a cock. He, 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 was, he was sort of, let me dig out his tweet. <laughs> <laughs> I like the sound Everybody of else I like the fact that it's obviously well. irritated Seb as well. That's kind of he, gave it, he gave it a passive aggressive like, like he, you know, he likes his ex's statuses on Facebook. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah here we go. When I first DM'd an online owl, I didn't know what was to blossom. I'd say gone too soon, but at your age, that would just be lying. <laughs> Prick, isn't he? Absolute prick. I, I think the sentiment was nice. I just didn't want to. I saw that everyone was being too nice to you, and I know how your ego is. Yes, so you, thought, you, you bring me down a peg. Take you out of the knees. Yeah. You did it. Nice one. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely, absolutely incredible save from uh, West Brom keeper just then from an ak- Okazaki uh, header. Go on, Ben Foster. Jesus you- Christ, you- that's amazing. Are you streaming the game? Uh, yeah, right. I don't think I just didn't think it was on TV. I've got, it a, I've got super fast internet now, though, so don't worry, it shouldn't inter- interfere. Yeah, are any of them on TV? Or uh, Southampton is. All right, did you sack off um, 
what do you call it? Uh, talk talk or whatever the crap you were on before. Yeah, no, I've just like you guys. You know we're recording this. Uh, this is interesting. <laughs> what was it? What was your internet provider before? Uh, it's still EE. Um, All oh, right, EE, that's the one. Before I, I had like your standard kind of two megabytes per second, but I've got like some kind of super fiber optic, whatever it is now, like very fast one. I'm not sure fast which thing. one it is, but it's yeah, it's super fast. Because they they just announced the fiber optic was available to us, so we were like, yeah, fuck it, do it. It was only. 10 or more or so. Wow, this is really exciting, isn't it, uh, listeners? Um, I'm excited. I didn't know about the fiber optic revolution in your house, and now I know. So Yes, it's it's good for... Uh, quite annoyingly, I, I just... A, a quick a quick bugbear about video gaming. So I often get told off for calling it computer gaming nowadays. Video gaming, right? I, 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 I thought like, the whole joy of like having a console was just be able to put a disc in and play and stuff. I understand there's a few updates and things. Don't get me wrong, I'm not that Me and Seb have actually got to talk to you about this, Jack, actually. Oh, yeah, we've got a, we've got a concern. Well, go, go for it. But, I mean, I, I got a game called The Witcher for my birthday. No, it's, not, it's not that one that's the concern, oh. mate. We'll, we'll the get fact that you're playing Rocket League with five-year-olds at three in the morning. <laughs> mate, yeah, Rocket League, it's not that good. I'm going to be honest. Playing it so every time me and Seb have played each other recently, Jack has been on Rocket League. Mate, I've played it like I've I've honestly I've played it like twice. I bought it. I thought, nah, this is shite. I hate it. (laughs) That's not what it appeared to be when me and Seb have seen it. Really, that's 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 quite an interesting segue there, Raj. Because um, the last time we were online together, I was uh, slaying the Bane's Dragon at Rugby League Live. I was unwell when that occurred. It still occurred twice. So, you know, no, but I mean, you put in this weird. You t- if you turn, tactic. if you if you turn up to play, you gotta leave your excuses at the door. You step onto the pitch and be a man about it. And yeah, but if you start taking drop goals from forty minutes into the game, it's not really in the spirit of the yeah, sport. It absolutely, is I just Wilkinson you? It was fine. Oh, we don't was... bring that name onto a rugby league thing. <laughs> Saying that he's actually all right. He's one of the few that sort of came out and said that everyone was being childish in the summer when. Uh, when Burgess left, so he's uh, and he actually he recorded a video for Sir Kev, didn't he, for a sports personality of the year? So I'll uh, afford him, afford him some time. Look, fucking, uh, look, you do hijacking my story about The Witcher here. My right, getting annoyed, right? Eighteen gigabytes, an eighteen gigabyte download. I had to action before I could play. I haven't played it yet because I was sitting down last night to have a go on it after we recorded our. Piece with pain in the ass. Is that like that? That is quite excessive, isn't it? As a download, don't you think? In any context, really, unless it's like. How long did it take, Jack? Uh, I don't know. I just I put my thing into power mode and turned it off for the night, like into the low power oh. mode. But that was it. There was there was no real story other other to it than that. But what? So Rocket League is that is that a bit noncy then, lads? Yeah, definitely. Really? I just saw it. I just yeah, you know, I just saw it. They were advertising it and I thought, oh, let's give that a go, it looks alright. It's terrible. Isn't it essentially micro machines play football? Yeah, it's like a little remote control car and you, you knock a ball about and it's uh God, Does that does that machine. not tell you that thirty one years old it's it's a bit too beneath you? <laughs> it I probably says Probably says twelve and under on the back of the box. But the, the thing is, mate, like, you know, it's like I've you know, I've got a job where I don't really have like fixed hours. I've got, like, you know, a girlfriend I need to kind of, like, live with and stuff. I need games that I can just pick up and, like, have, like, pr- like potentially have, like, 10, 15 minutes on here and there. 
We need um, to get God Rugby League. I've done that. Yeah, I thought that could be that little that little void filler, but nah, I'm just not having it. Don't like the it. Skill, skill games on FIFA can help sometimes. True, true. That's a good shout. Me and Seb have got an ongoing battle on the uh, advanced shooting one. I've heard about this, moment. I've heard you've changed your team to Real Madrid. This is yeah. uh, some controversy. I, I, I have a, a photograph, Raj, that seems to suggest that <laughs> something untoward is happening. No, I haven't changed my team to Real Madrid. I have um, a guest on my uh, PS4 that's got a Real Madrid um, ah. login. Because whenever Sykes, he comes over, he's um, he's got that. Because I think it's a bit unfair as a Huddersfield Town fan to be playing skill games as town. Um, yeah, that's if, not fair. But then, you, you know, well... The, 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 thing I, the thing I find irritating about playing the skill games as Spurs is that you have to, like... Especially if you're doing shooting ones... A lot of the time you're shooting against Larice, who is, as you expect, an absolute wall as well. Yeah. Yeah. When the thing is, as well, the thing that Seb doesn't realise is if you play a skill game as um, as Real Madrid, you've got all the Barcelona defenders, so it doesn't actually make it any easier. It actually is harder, um, mm, which absolutely. is why which is why I use Tottenham. Not 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 sure it would be harder with like Ronaldo and Benzema and Bale. But. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I mean, I've been plugging away with Nasser Chadley. So. <laughs> no, I've got uh, Ericsson, uh, Kane, and uh, Lamella, okay. and occasionally Son. Son is freakishly good at a volley. Yes, he is. That's a very good point. Anyway, we, we're not talking about any actual football. We've spoken about car toy football and uh, pretend FIFA football. Well, we were supposed to have fucking Sam Dis on the pod this week. He's hosting a quiz, though, isn't he? He's got yeah. Geezer, knees up. He's having a knees up, is how Sam Dis. Um, it sounds like a work thing, to be fair. I don't think it's something nah, he does of an much. evening as a as a folly. Christ, imagine going out and socialising as opposed to sitting at home and doing a podcast. Like, what yeah. a fucking sad act. By the sounds of it, when I was speaking to him before, he would much rather be talking about West Ham Spurs than wearing his spangly... Uh, Jacket. Well, it's, it's a spangly jacket. It's a uh, it's a big one. That's what I've got. I've got. I've got like him sort of in you know like a cruise line entertainer. I can with like a pair of like Elvis sunglasses on. Yeah. Hello, hello. Um, giving, a, giving a wink to like some family of four or something. <laughs> there's a video doing the rounds actually, isn't there? That got a gift of him dancing in a club or something, giving the camera a wink. He he was in like a. A promo yeah. video for something or other. I can't remember. It was a while back, but it's it's quite a funny little video. He's uh, I've got a lot of time for this. He's he's a man that can you know he he he, he can he can roll with the punches. You know, um, yeah. just show me. He's uh, like West Ham fan. I uh, I I asked him after he said he couldn't come on. I said, uh, "Is there any West Ham fans that aren't problematic that you know of?" And he goes, "Oh, you've asked a question there, mate." <laughs> I, uh, I told him to put it in the pub quiz. It's a uh, it's a big game. Lads, big game. Last ever game at the bowling as well. Upton Park. What do you call it bowling? I've never I always they always call it on commentary, but it's always been Upton Park to me. Uh, it's sort of interchange. Well, it is, it's, yeah, it isn't the Berlin ground, but yeah. why is it called that? Is that a sponsorship thing? Or? No, that's its name. No, that's its traditional name. Is Up, it? Upton yeah. Park's just like it's the name of the, the tube station, but the actual name of the ground is the Berlin ground. I've, I genuinely nine times out of ten I always hear it called Upton Park. It's it's like calling it's like calling White Hart Lane Tottenham. It's sort of similar to that. Yeah, a little bit. Mm, okay. Um, yeah. I'm obviously not as au fait with the, uh, the tube networks as you two are. <laughs> um, well, <coughs> you, you shouldn't be really, should you? It'd be a bit weird no. if you were. Um, <laughs> Just one of those random tube nuts. 
Yeah, yeah. sitting around sits memorizing the maps. Yeah, drawing for the map. a brown man in the north, I doubt many London maps I'd have been <laughs> rendered by now. Um, to add to the other registers that you're on, or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> what did you say? To add to the other <laughs> registers that you're on. Yeah, yeah. Uh, They're um, already tracking every uh, in, in and outbound <laughs> message I have, uh, just in case any sort of uh, random things pop up. It's a. Uh, Look, let's let's stop this problematic chat anyway. We are on West. It's only problematic for you two. I'm having a nice time. You two get all nervous whenever there's a yeah. a joke to be made. We don't really know where we're supposed to laugh, and you know what what might make us racist. Or you know, while I'm still outside of Guantanamo, it's all right. You can laugh. Okay. Right. Um, I I re- honestly, lads, I have no idea where this one's going to go because this is an. Not even in the way we usually say it to take the piss out of them. This is uh, this is a bit of a cup final. I think it's like you know they they really do despise Spurs, and I think I think we play down the rivalry our side, but it isn't as big an occasion for us. But they do they legitimately hate us, and if there's a chance for them to stop us from number one, you know, having a decent stake at a Premier League title, and also winning the last ever game on their rancid, stinking turf, as it currently stands at least, they're going to want to put everything into that, right? This is... Uh, it's not your standard run-of-the-mill fixture. It is a cup final. Um, I think uh, Daniel Levy might dislike them more than we do, because by the sounds of it, the boardrooms hate each other more than the fans do, um, with sort of the accusations of corporate espionage and everything that's been going on between them with the uh, Olympic Stadium and all that business. So there's, I think there's enough in it for both clubs for, for it to be a big occasion. I mean, if you were to think about it in sort of terms that would make sense to us, it's sort of next season, which is supposed to be our last at White Hart Lane, which I still haven't quite got my head around. And when the the Arsenal game comes up in that one, it's going to be more than just a derby, isn't it? It's going to be, it's going to have that extra bit about it, which I think the the West Ham fans have acknowledged um, with this one, which is why we wanted to to speak to Sam about that. But um, I reckon I reckon it'll be a good game. I mean, would you would you take a draw? Yeah, no, I'll take the win. I know I think we'll beat them. I don't. I think they're far better away from home than they are at home. I think they. Um, I watched them on other weekend and they were pretty dreadful against London. Um, and I, I don't, I, I don't really when, when they're forced to to sort of play on the front foot, that they're, they're quite vulnerable. Um, I feel like whenever uh, Seb speaks now on the pod, we should be playing Mister Blue Sky in the background because whenever he, <laughs> <laughs> he's, just, he's, he's the most positive person I've ever spoken to. But yeah. I mean, like, they 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 haven't lost at home for months, so mate, I haven't. I, I'm yeah, sure. August, August. I just. I, I I just think we're much better than them. I um and I think we'll go out and show it. And uh, yeah, the narrative just, doesn't dictate that the, we we win there, though, does it? No, but you know, so be it. I mean, it's um, it's it's one of those. It's just another game. I, I think what we've got to get used to is every game from now on is going to feel a little bit like this. You know, I I I, I take all the sort of the, the significance of the game from you know a historical standpoint and everything. But this is what these next few months are going to be like every week. Yeah, Derby's a little bit more special, of course, but then you know it's it's going to feel pretty much the same because every every game instead of you know this time you know every other year we're usually fighting for like maybe the vague possibility of fourth. Now every match is is you know we're on the high wire. We're um you know it's it's going to be nervy. Um, so we're always going to have doubts because that's ingrained in us as Tottenham fans. But I um 
I don't know. I was, I was doing, talking to someone on Twitter earlier, and, and he was he was sort of, you know, he was he's been quite negative, and I understand that. But I think I think just the healthiest way is just to enjoy it and um, hope for the best. Otherwise, you know, otherwise we're all going to be in bits by the time May comes around. I think. It's what do you mean by the time May comes around? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> true. Well, do, do you know what I mean? Like it will, it will shred you after a while. Like you, I remember in that in in the when we qualified for the Champions League, I think I must have spent. Three months looking at league tables. And no, I'm I'm there again now, mate. I'm, I'm back Are there you again. There? I'm okay. back there again. I'm back okay. there again. I can't. I'm well, fucking. I, I'm watching I, Leicester versus West Brom, mate. You know it's. <laughs> yeah. To be fair, yeah. I, I think I'm, I'm, I'm watching it on Bet Three Six Five. Not not the game, just the numbers. I'm <laughs> just watching it tick by. <laughs> only only repeating what has been said by lots of other people for the past few weeks now. Um, but again, just holds so firm for us in this fixture. And it is the thing that gives me so much hope is that we actually are just all over the, all over the pitch, every position, such a good team. We really are so, like, it, it, you know, I, I just, I, I put out a question earlier, which obviously led to me getting pelters, but it was more just to kind of gauge opinion ahead of recording tonight. Um, who people thought our best player was tonight. And I, I put out like, you know, Alderweireld, Lloris, Kane or other, um, which led everyone to be like, Dyer, what about Dembele? What about, you know, um, it was mostly Dyer and Dembele, to be honest. A couple of people said Ali. Um, Lloris won that, did he? Uh, Alderweireld. Quite well, as our best, I'm, I'm, as I'm our best player overall or and the best player this season? Best player this season. Uh, that makes more sense because uh, if it's a purely talent-based thing, then there's not really a competition to be had. No, one one thing that interested me though, quite a few people questioned Kane's inclusion with those two. I think Kane is actually in danger of being seriously undervalued by a lot of people this year. I think what Kane's had to contend with, and the fact he's remained consistent this year, at least to his output of last year, is is remarkable. And I, I, it's, it's, he's almost, I don't know. I think a lot of maybe not just Spurs fans. I think like the football community in general have fallen into that trap of almost expecting that from him and not actually realizing. Hang on, this is a kid that last year when he was doing this was taking everyone by surprise, and yet now it's yeah. it's not so remarkable anymore when it really should be because not only the pressure Kane has on him this season, uh, the fact that people are now paying attention to him. And he's still managing to... And he's not really had a rest because we don't no. have anyone there to test him. Exactly. And I think that's, a, that's he, a, a, something twofold as well, given the um, the comments that Danny Rose has been making recently about the fact that he's acknowledged the uh, the Ben Davies um, competition that's there and the fact that he sees things in Ben Davies' games that, that lacks in his own and he learns from that. And he says that he imagines the same can be said of Carl Walker and Kieran Trippier and the fact that... that Kane has no one to really bounce off or learn from or do anything with that is actually a striker is um is harmful in more than just the the fatigue way. None of those relationships, especially between the fullbacks, feel unhealthy either. It seems that they all fully realise that they're all as important as one another. Like we were saying, I think we've said it a couple of times now, um, all of us that you can't really choose between them, and it's 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 redundant to do so. It's one of the most important positions in the way Pochettino plays, 
Yeah. And he's obviously made sure of the fact that he has four players that he can equally depend upon. There, there doesn't even seem to be a hierarchy there. And maybe slightly, I, I, I think maybe probably more so of Walker and Trippier. Walker and Trippier, yeah. yeah. I, agree. I think there's a little bit of a, um, a, a gap between those two. But it was interesting. So I was watching... Um, when um, when Danny Rose scored at the weekend, Kieran, Tri- uh, Kieran Trippier was was warming up on the sideline, and um, you always look at players in that situation, and you know players who've been left out, how they respond to those moments. And the first player Rose got to was Trippier, and he was loving it as much as any starting player. It was it's interesting, the kind of the relationships between all of those fullbacks, and that there's no there's no resentment, no one feels kind of um, marginalised from from what's going on. It's it it they've they've all played enough games to feel. Um, to feel like they're part of it, and I think that's a kind of as, long, as well as them obviously being good enough to play. I think that's a really um, a, a bit of a you know a pretty slick balancing act. I think probably in terms of like our entire squad, the only play you can maybe look at and think mm, something there is Bentaleb. That's probably yeah. it. I mean, there's there, there's injuries on top of that, and there's probably whatever rumored mitigating circumstances on top of that. But it seems that what we've achieved thus far this season. Um, and it probably will, most likely, touch wood, whatever, end in at the very least a Champions League place for us next year. Is yeah. is an incredible achievement for us. It's an incredible achievement, it, it, and it will be. Even Do you think if, Champions League is is, uh, is cemented now? Cemented strong, but I no, would say no. I'd say the cement's there, but it's wet. There you go. I'll put it. I'll put it in nice. Nice yeah, nicely done, mate. Hey. Um. So, I've not even started mixing the cement, mate. It's still a B&Q for me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm buying it till the last minute. Just having a fag <laughs> and a cup of tea with 12 sugars in it. Reading the sun. I'm dragging this building job out for as long as possible and charging me hours every day. Yeah. Um, but I... I that's, yeah. a, that's a horrific stereotype, isn't it? Yeah, but, you know... I actually saw the other day, um, while we're on this, um, some Indian builders had got on the back of their van, you've tried the cowboys while here are the Indians. But yeah, I digress. Um, well, yeah, you know, I just... I, we could change the name of the podcast to I Digress. That'd be nice, wouldn't that? <laughs> I like that. Um, I, can hear you, I can hear you on your PlayStation in the background. Yeah, you can. What are you playing? Rugby League Live. Oh, you're not playing The Witcher 3? Didn't I fancy, don't have. Didn't What's fancy the, the 18 gig uh, download, mate. <laughs> what is The Witcher 3? Well, it was it was recommended to me by a, a, a couple of people. Um, one of them, Mr. Spooky23, no less. He likes all the goblins and all that sort of shit. It, is a, it is a goblin game. It's oh, a goblin game. I fucking hate goblins. It's, uh, it's an RPG. <laughs> but it's, oh, is it like Final Fantasy? Uh, I think it's more of like an adult version of something like Zelda. So it's not online. I'm not doing that, that, that as, as, a, as a sales picture goes. That couldn't have been worse. Mate, Zelda was fucking amazing. You can't know, you can't Zelda be knocking Zelda. Zelda no, was so good. That Zelda on the sixty four was pretty. Yeah, great. it was incredible. I've never been, never been a Zelda fan. I've never it's never oh, done it. Mate, you, you kind of you, you came along a little too late for it. Like no, there's been plenty of Zeldas for me. To yeah, but that one. Was yeah, all like, the new ones are wank. Never. But in saying yeah, that, give you plenty of Zeldas. No, there no, were quite a few Zeldas before we were born. Though. Well, not before we were born, before we were really of the age to play them. <laughs> there weren't consoles before. We and were born. Uh, uh, I don't know if a NES. NES came out in what, like eighty two, eighty three, didn't it? 
late 80s. Okay. Well, whatever. We digress again. Computer games. Um, West Ham. I I'd take. I'd definitely take the draw. Would you, uh, Raj? I know Seb wouldn't, but would you take it? Yeah, I, I probably would. I think um, I think there are points to be dropped between now and the end of the season, and avoiding a loss in this one, given sort of the narrative surrounding it, would be well. But I think they play for the play for the win. At no point do you sort of settle for a point. But if that's the way that it it sort of works itself out, then so be it. Right. Um, it'd be nice to have another sort of another one to add to the Stelteri Bale sort of mix, wouldn't oh, it? Oh, it'd be glorious. Don't forget Eric Dyer as well on, his Premier, Dyer League, as well, yeah. on his Premier League debut. Um, no, you know, under, underappreciated game actually when Aaron Lennon scored um, the winner when two um, yeah, one when mm-hmm. Colin Cole passed it right to Jermaine Defoe for the equaliser and then um, and then Lennon cut in off. His that was win. the last time we qualified for the Champions League, wasn't it? Uh, yes, yeah, that was that. Yeah, because yeah. yeah. yeah, wasn't it around the same time that we went to Hull and beat them five one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's a great, oh, great game that one actually. Um, oh God, I'd love to do it. But so that's a massive game. We've got obviously got West Ham, and then following it this weekend, it doesn't need any introduction. Everyone knows what fixture it is. It's possibly the biggest North London derby for a generation at least. Um, it probably isn't, but I'm going to play into that hyperbole. And we are speaking to someone particularly unpleasant about it. All right, welcome back to Rule the Roost, Mr. Absolute Disgrace, at pain in the arse. He's not a blogger, he's not a podcaster or anything, he's just a, an unpleasant Arsenal fan, really, that seems to have gained a following just through being problematic on Twitter. Twitter and Hagnes. That's it, that's it. Lovely introduction, thanks very much. Yeah, I'm sure. Well, it's kind of a PG introduction because, you know, it's not... We can't be as uh, quite as... family show, is it? No, not so much family show. I'd say more of a a 15-rated show, wouldn't you, sir? Yeah, I think so. We we have our 18 moments sometimes, but we kind of... We we, we, we sort of oscillate between PG 13 and 15, I think. Usually when we're talking about your Tinder antics, that's when it... Yeah, yeah, no, well, yeah, that was uh, was kind of an 18... Show that one. So things get a bit more blue, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. That's late night that, recording that one. What, what about when Raj actually bothers to showing up? Is that is that is that a change the rating at all? Or? To be honest, every mate, time lately, I, every time he, I've ever been on with you guys, he's he's always runs away scared. I thought he was your top boy. Uh, he's, he's he's very he's very picky about the guests he speaks to. His bones. Uh, he thinks it's uh he thinks it's not been noted, but you know. People are starting to catch on now that he's... Uh, yeah, he's, he's a spent force. Well, <laughs> he's, he's actually a liability with some guests because um, <laughs> there, there are people that come on, get offended and then refuse to come on again. It's just what... Well, I, I yeah. just think for all this talk of, you know, being this kind of salt of the earth Yorkshire hero, he's, he's actually quite elitist. A bit, a bit Tory, you could say, for want of a better word. Wow. You know? <laughs> Is this going to be a WhatsApp conversation? Oh, I don't God. know. Right. know. Uh, Firing shots at your own fans the week it, of the North London Derby. It's incredible. I don't know. Just, uh, just he, he'll take it. Oh, he's talking to Sam Diss at the moment about how old we are, Seb. Come on, fuck off. Don't, yeah. don't, don't know. you know, do you know what I mean? In between their conversations... In between their conversations about Kanye West collections and all that kind of shit, you yeah, know. Yeah, um, so anyway, yeah, fuck, fuck all this small talk. Anyway, you horrible gooner bastards. How how are you feeling? This is possibly <laughs> one of the 
biggest I, I kind of put out as a joke like the biggest North London derby in the history of North London derbies but at least in the Premier League years uh, there's quite a lot riding on this one isn't there yeah yeah I'm not I'm not feeling the best to be honest it's um yesterday was uh, did you go to yesterday um so no I I didn't go um I do have I'm on the home and away season ticket um, at Arsenal, so I get all the tickets for away games, but just Sunday away, Manchester with North London Derby next week. I'm doing Barcelona away as well later in the month, so it was just like too many. Because um, Manchester hotels are so expensive as well; it was like 300 quid yes. oh. for for a night in Manchester. So it was, we just we binned it, and just so so glad that I didn't. <laughs> Did you um? Because I, I remember I, I was quite tempted to to lump a little bit of money on Arsenal because I looked at those teams, and I just thought. I couldn't see how you weren't going to win three or four now. Um, was that yeah. kind of like the, the same in your fan base? I mean, with the kind of you know, emotional so hedging aside. Well, I am a big one for emotional hedging, um, as, as I think you probably know. But um, even this game, for the first time in I don't know how many years, I actually bet on Arsenal. They never do. Um, yeah. And I, I had a bet on 3 0 because I was just yeah. so confident because they, they're utter trash. Um, and I just thought, well, we're just gonna, we're gonna destroy him. I know we've been a bit short on goals lately, but we certainly have been short on creating chances. And I just thought, you know, big game, you know, and it really was a big game in terms of the implications in the league, and especially with what Leicester did. The day before. It's a momentum gathering game, isn't it? It's one you go there, you win at Old Trafford, and you fly for the rest of the season. Yeah, you you win at Old Trafford, you know, you, you should then brush Swansea aside, and then then it's yeah. the six pointer against against you lot. So. You know, now it's sort of as as the the cliche that we see now every single week a team loses that the bounce back game that we have to hear about as different player each week rotates it, well, much like Chelsea used to rotate the foul on the halfway line to avoid the yellow card. <laughs> now they're ro- rotating who's doing the bounce back interview each week, um, and uh, yeah, it was kind of well now that's going to be Swansea and and. And suddenly, then, can you take some momentum into into the game against you? It's it's just it's just really taking the wind out of ourselves. And suddenly, we've just realised that. Hold on, actually, I think we're a bit shit. Well, it's funny. It's funny, so because you know, mate. Like, I've been I've been banging the drum for you lot for most of the season. I still, honestly, I don't know if it's just because I'm programmed to feel this way, but. I still think you're going to win the league this year. I do, even at this I think, point. I think you're, you're. I think you're trying to save yourself. Pain. No, I'm I honest. Think, honestly, I, I, not. I think you. Yes, perhaps. Uh, sort of subconsciously, you're doing it then. But no, no. Because what have you seen in our performances to even tell you? When, when was the last time yeah. you saw us play well? It's a good point, but I just. I think. I think you're really soft. I, I know it's a bit of a like a, a an article cliche that, but I just thought. What I saw yesterday was, I mean, like even 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 the sort of the the ninety percent of me, which sort of howled with laughter for the entire ninety minutes, it was it was so dispiriting to watch a team, any team that, um, you know, because you, you you're properly in contention with the title, to go and just it was it felt almost as if like the bad old days of, of teams getting beaten in the old Trafford tunnel. But you know what? Just don't have the heart. And it I, was. I mean, do just, you know what though, Seb? Like again, we're saying all this. We're talking about how poor Arsenal are, so on and so forth. But there are a handful of points behind us. Again, a team that we're supposed to be having the best season we've ever had. We're supposed to be having, you know, we're yeah. supposed to have the best squad we've 
ever had since the 60s, so on and so forth. But we're still only a few points ahead of them. Oh, I, I, you're absolutely right. I mean, Arsenal, the thing is, is I, I still have a lot of faith in Arsenal to sort of knock over the, the kind of the also-round teams and, you know, to beat anyone below eighth in the division. I just, it's it's the kind of, it, it's so, it, it's, it's irritating from a writing perspective because there's never a different angle to take with Arsenal. It's always the same stuff. It's always the kind of, you know, getting beaten by Chelsea, it's you know, getting and beaten that's by why United. our fans are so annoyed as well. Yeah, I'm always. not surprised. It, it's um, got to be. I, I mean, yeah. if if anything sums up just how frustrating that result was, is that we were so bad, right? And we still scored two goals against them. Like that's how bad they are. Yeah. Right. That yeah. we were awful. And we still and Monreal scored two goals. You put your head as well with that that Özil through ball, that was sort of that flick over the top. That was yeah, yeah, that was yeah. an amazing ball, and and it had kind of a little shade of um, the uh, FA Cup uh, game last season at Old Trafford, where Monreal was kind of put through uh, yeah. a similar sort of position and and slotted that one away. So it's like yeah, but I think that if you look at our, our team at the moment. We're not taking chances. We're certainly creating them, but we're just not taking them. You know, I mean, think, I'm sure you, you you watched the Barcelona game as well, and it, that was another very, very frustrating game because actually they didn't have their first shot on target till about 60 minutes in. So yeah, we'd actually was, done really, really well. You did. Um, I mean, you know what? I remember, I remember, I remember sort of seeing through that, and, and you did have your chances, but then it was it was a little bit disconcerting. The Barcelona didn't really get out of second gear, but they probably could have scored five when I mean, had Suarez taken his chances. And I, I know you, you had two really good chances and Oxlade Chamberlain should have given you the lead and all, but it was so... It was, um, I mean, we had, we had several chances and I think yeah. I've heard a lot of this about our oh, boss didn't get out of second gear and all this kind of, look how much they had 78% of the ball or whatever stupid number it was. But yeah, but they didn't have a shot on target. Yeah. I, I don't know what it was, 72 or something like that. It was, it was a really high number. That, no, no team's beating Barcelona. I mean, they're, they're just... No. Good, but but, but yeah. the thing is, is that in that first half they didn't have a single shot on target, and actually it wasn't that they didn't get out of out of second gear. It was because everything we were doing was we were so compact and we were so well structured defensively that they couldn't even break through us. And this yeah, is like fun. supposedly the best best team in the world at the moment. And I was watching the first half thinking, well, they don't look the best team in the world to me right now. These look well beatable. So of course the first thing I did was I bet fifty quid on them to win yeah. at half time. What, what were the um, odds? Um, I think it was uh, five to two at half time. That's pretty nice. Yeah. So I was like, well, that's a no brainer because, like, you know, I've seen this game before. This ain't my first rodeo. I've seen this before. <laughs> I know they're going <laughs> to score in the second half. Um, so yeah, emotional hedging. Yeah, always wins. Yeah, it was. It's funny though. The, uh, the, the turning point of that game. Well, one of them was it seemed to be. Um, when you lost Oxlade Chamberlain, I know all of his faults with the ball, and I know how many chances he wastes, and I know that. Don't forget that. Yeah, but he's he's he does work quite hard without it. When when you brought Walcott and Walcott on in place of him, Barcelona started to cut you through you a little bit more. Um, Walcott is absolutely atrocious without the ball. He's um, he should never be allowed in his own half. Um, but you seem to kind of I don't know whether it was kind of overall fatigue across the entire side, but you did, did uh, uh, look a little bit more poor. Have you reconciled the fact that he is actually shite now? <laughs> Are we ready to admit it? Yeah. I, um, no. So it's kind of like a, a running joke between me and my mates that I'm kind of his biggest critic. You know, everyone thinks I hate him and 
and sort of typical football fan, like hope he dies and all that kind of stupid <laughs> over the top stuff you see on, uh, on social media. Yeah. Because every time he gets anywhere near the ball, I'm just like, oh, don't be shit. And then he is, he is, he's always shit. And it's so horrible to see because actually we've seen performances from him in the past where he's looked dynamite. You think, wow, this, yeah, yeah, yeah. This, this is, this could be a really special talent because he's one of those younger guys as well who is actually a lot bigger than a lot of the young guys that come through. Like if you compare him to like, you know, Walcott's, you know, even Deli Alley at yeah. the moment coming through, quite sort of lightweight in comparison to Ox, who's a bit stockier. And you thought, actually, you know, he could he could actually he hit the ground out running. The Arsenal shirt. I mean, literally, it looks like it's painted on. Yeah, so, yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know, oh, I, I was I was calling Walcott shite, by the way, not Oxley Chamberlain. Just to, uh... Oh right, okay. Oh well yeah, I mean if, yeah, if, we, if we're talking about him then, and, you know, what he needs really is to only ever have one year left on his contract. And then maybe we'll get some consistency. <laughs> of him. See, I, I don't actually think he's shy. I think he's the type of player that would go to Everton and comfortably be their best player. But I just I just don't think he's... He's stagnated, hasn't he? I mean... I don't think he'll ever be better than he is now. I don't. He's been unlucky well, with injuries. Well, no, 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 I, I, I disagree. I think he can be better than he is now because I don't think he'd be much worse than he is now. Um, I don't mean now as in yesterday because that was that was sort of that was ridiculous. All, all season like, though, Seb, it's dreadful. All season. Oh really? He's been okay. awful. If you actually, um, I don't know if you're in front of a computer at the moment, you do this while I'm talking. If you actually look at the goals that we've scored this year, and you take Giroud off, who's our top goal scorer by some distance, I think the highest person's on like six. I think that's Sanchez, and and three of them came in one game against Leicester. You know. Ramsey, I think, is on about four or five. Walcott's on about the same. And all through the team, we've just got people picking up sort of four or five goals. Who yeah, should, you, you know? Uh, jury has got twice the amount of Premier League goals of any other player. Yeah. He's got so what's he on about twelve? Sanchez's on six. He's on twelve. Six, Sanchez's yeah. on six. Özil's got five, and every and Ramsey and Walcott have got four, and Shelby's got three. Quite a few people seem to be a bit yeah. unhappy with Sanchez this year as well, though. Don't know. Yeah, I mean, you know, he did have a spell out and, and you know, it was certainly well publicised how much game time he was getting, whether it was, you know, sort of World Cups or whether it was Copa Americas or, you know, all the different competition. Now, obviously going to two FA Cup finals as well, going as far as that. All those games were just building up and the guy just looked knackered, you know. Um, and unsurprisingly, yeah, he got into the way he plays as well. It's not a surprise. He's such a... Like he's, he's, I mean, he's obviously a really skillful player, but he also works bloody hard, and he he does, you know, he, that's pretty constant throughout all his performances for club or countries. Yeah. He's going to get a bit of a drop off. He, he I know another lad like actually, that though. He's called Harry Kane, and he seems to be doing all right. Yeah, just saying. Yeah. He only only scores against Muck. But, oh um, no, still, <laughs> still. <laughs> no, no, let's I think do another massive there. retweet on Saturday. By the way, you know that. <laughs> Yeah, That's yeah, weird. I'm sure I'll get. I'll learn some new new insults um, yeah. come Saturday afternoon. I'd imagine. Um, but no, with, with Sanchez is actually when you watched him last season. Unpopular opinion, and a lot of Arsenal fans will disagree. But he gave the ball away a lot last season. But actually, because he was getting goals and assists, and he was actually making stuff happen, it was like, well, it doesn't really matter, does it? Because you might give the ball away, but he'll certainly track back and get it back for you. And he's he's tucking the ball away. Now he's not producing in front of goal. People start to notice that he's giving the ball away a lot more. Yeah. That starts to become more apparent. And so, yeah, people are not quite getting on his back just yet because I think they, they do realise how good he is and how good he can be. 
Um, but it's certainly certainly frustrating. I think a lot of our players get some, a real rough time when they perhaps don't deserve it as much as others probably I, do. I, I, I'll tell you, I, I mean, I, I'm not just saying this, and I, I'd like to think I would think this even if I wasn't uh, a Tottenham fan, but your fan, I would hate to be an Arsenal player. If I was an Arsenal player suffering through a bad period of form, I couldn't think of a worse club to be at. I just, I mean, the, the, it, just the way for your fans, not your fans as an entire fan base, but like kind of the, the lunatic fringe of your fan base um, reacts to... Don't know, United, United have shown their colours. Ours aren't great though, Seb, in all fairness. No, ours, I mean, of... we, we've, we've discussed this. Yeah, I mean, ours are pretty brutal. I, I mean, it might be a London thing. I don't know, but it's... Um, yeah, so, yeah, I'm thinking you probably don't follow me on, on Vine um, because you probably haven't seen my Vine of one of your lot going, I hope Fazio uh, dies. Oh, I'm spurred on, wasn't it? Unspurred on TV. So, you know, I think we've all got them. I think where we suffer, and don't get me wrong, we do have a lot, and, and it's a conversation I have probably more than I'd like, that who is actually worse now, us or Liverpool fans? It's almost quite... Huh. It's almost dangerously close. It's a different close kind to- of bad, though, isn't it? it, it it's, it's a sort of... Like, bad, but then like Gunas yeah, and McGunn in that thing the other yeah. day. Cringe, really, really bad. No, I haven't seen but, but you haven't seen it. No, I haven't seen it. Oops, a bit of delay. Um, yeah, you have to find that. It's it's comfortable. What is one it? of the worst things you'll see. It's um, heavy D from Storage Hunters rapping. Hey, that's not selling it to me. Mate, <laughs> you probably should. You probably should take a look at it. No, it's it's so bad you have to. It's it's our it's our one club basically. Oh god. Okay. All right. I, 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 yeah. Okay. Fine. All right. Let, uh, let's let, let's go to some questions anyway because we we uh yeah we don't want to have you on here for too long to be honest because kept like, me waiting on it. Don't like yeah. you. Um. No, it's it's not about your convenience. Contaminate the about, title Yeah, that's it. You know. Um, <laughs> uh, let's have a look. Da, 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 da. Okay, Billy T. We'll start. Good we'll start with him. I know, oh, as ever, as ever, mate. Um, it's our, it's our good schooling that is that's uh, set me up for mm. life, mate. Um, <laughs> f- finish fourth and Tottenham win the league. Finish fifth and Spurs don't win the league. That's from fifth Billy T. Every day, really, without uh, question. There's, what would no, it do to you? Um, it would, at the moment, it would it would put me about seven hundred and fifty pound up at the moment because um, I've been having one or two bets <laughs> you, on winning the league over the last few weeks. <laughs> uh, emotional strong. hedging. I'm telling you, it's it's, it's, <laughs> no, <laughs> it's the future. It's not hedging, man. It, it, that's emotional cheating. You're absolute <laughs> scum. It's horrible. No, my my, uh, my aim is um, by the end of the season um, <laughs> that my season ticket cost will be covered if you win the league. So my, the consolation would be that I'll be going free. That's disgusting. That is. That's that's just that. That's, no. Okay. What, okay. So what what would you what would you rather? Arsenal win the league or Arsenal win the league and you get a thousand pounds? Yeah, but it's different, mate. Because it is because I'm. It's, I, I, I'm, I, it's, 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 it's worse for us because you're not expected to win it. <laughs> it's no, much it's, worse. It's, it's, that's what I mean, though, because I'm desensitised to um, to Arsenal winning the league. I take the grand um, because it's 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 a. I've had to suffer through that, you know, all, all the way through 
most of my young adult life. And so you, you, you kind of, it, it, it stops being jarring. Um, and also we suffered it whilst we were very, very shit as well. It wasn't like, you know, we were competing with the title for you and, oh, we lost out on the last day. It was just a, we had to watch that from quite low down the league. Um, and in a kind of yeah, hapless... But I've never had really to see it, so imagine how painful it's going to be. Yeah, but I feel cheated that you're not going to be hurt by it more than you are. Oh, no, I am. Don't like... worry. I, you you good, know full good. well that I live with Spurs fans, so you know it's going to be harrowing for me from start to finish. hope she but, leaves you. you know... But, no, you know... A thousand, <laughs> a thousand pounds isn't going to make it all okay. I'm not going to be say, oh, you know, happy days, Spurs won the league. Uh, you know, I'd, I'd sooner, much rather lose that money. Um, but if you do win it, then at least... Just you know, as, a, as a caveat to this, anyone listening, especially for our only gooners as well, um, this is a man who does have a uh, an iPad selfie stick and takes it into the Emirates routinely. See, I got me wrong there i'm android through and through so. <laughs> uh what is it then a, a galaxy tablet stand there you go I, i'm a, i've got a surface actually surface oh, windows yeah that's a surefire yeah. sign of a nonce that mate i'm sorry uh, <laughs> windows technology um it's not even android windows mate come on get with it get with it that's kind of quite old-fashioned in itself ask, isn't uh, it can we ask old absolute disgrace about the, um, about the state of Arsenal fan TV about uh, what we saw yesterday? Yeah, yeah. Let's uh, we'll do some more of these listener questions first, mate. Come on, jump, oh, okay. jumping ahead of me there, Seb. Who do you think sorry, you are, sorry. mate? Who do you think you are? You going, out of line, you're mate. going full Raj Baines on me tonight, mate. Don't think I haven't <laughs> noticed that. Right? No, um, no. You know, you know, there's new respect. We're real life friends now. That's true. That's true. <laughs> It's just a keyboard warrior. Um, yeah. See, I say I'm going to ask you some more questions, but it literally is just people asking him if he's a nonce in real life. And Okay, here we go. <laughs> Harry uh, Shrambaloo. Um, sorry about the pronunciation there, Harry. It's definitely not how it's uh, pronounced, is it? At Primespur1992, does he want Wenger out? L-M-A-O. He actually, that's how he ended his tweet, Lamau. That's that's a really difficult question. Um, I'm not sort of Wenger out, Wenger out, sort of, you know, frothing at the mouth about it like some people do. Um, and I'm certainly that has not. Has to be the most people. irritating issue. Like, yeah, I mean, it, anytime, I'm not I mean, one of the Arsenal's best either. You know. No, I just I just see these tweets. It's sort of after every Arsenal win or after every Arsenal loss. There's always someone. Like when I, whenever Arsenal win, you get sort of people like Oliver Holt going, "Yeah, how's the Wenger out campaign going, lads?" And it's like, well, yeah. surely any rationally minded person can see both sides of that argument. Um, yeah, uh, sorry, yeah, I, would, I would say like, you thought so. yeah, I mean, from from where I am, I would say that you know he's he's guided you into a new stadium when there hasn't been that much money. Yeah. He's kept you consistent. I mean, there's been. I, I would honestly say that those kind of years when we had like. King, Van der Vaart, Bale, Modric. We were a better team. I think man for man, we were probably a better team, but he still kept you above us. Yeah. And he's he's deserving of a lot of respect for that. But at the same time, really this year, you, sh- you should be walking this league this year. Yeah, absolutely. Right, yeah. so 
You're right, we should, right? But shouldn't Man City be walking this league? Shouldn't Chelsea be walking this league? <sighs> Everyone forget Chelsea, Chelsea, yeah. Chelsea, well, Chelsea but they've, so far down the but they've sat Mourinho, mate. They like, should be walking there. They yeah, should they, be, they should, but they've sat him because he was shit. All right? And, and actual, and actual fact, when you look at what they were last season, where they, where they did walk it, why... Obviously, we don't really know the, the ins and outs of exactly why he ended up being shit. But the fact is, is that if going into the season, very few people were saying anyone other than Chelsea to win it. That yeah. seems a long time That's ago fair. now because now we're all actually thinking, the beginning oh, of the season. I, I, I just I, I didn't buy the Arsenal going to win. No, I, I, no, I, I totally get that. But at the same time, I can see mitigating factors of all of them. Like, you know, you've highlighted Man City stuff before, Seven. That they've actually really... David Silva's on the decline. You've got Aguero, who's half yeah. fit. Yeah, you've got Yaya Toure on the decline. Time. Companies on the decline. Yeah. Like, you know, that is that is a team that's... Defence can't defend. Yeah. Precisely. Like they're, they're, you can see what's going on there. Chelsea, yeah, okay, that's a bit more left field because whatever, whatever's happened there. But they've... they've kind of solved that like Mourinho's gone and they're they're in title winning form now albeit too late um you've got Man United that's just a fucking horror show but what what's actually going on with Arsenal because I see I, I can I can totally take that you've you've got maybe some players that aren't performing but why aren't they because you, you've got a good you you do have a good squad like I would say man like I love our team I love Spurs I love the way Pochettino has us drilled I love what we're doing as a team, but still, man for man, you individually at least are a better team than us. You're definitely a better team than yeah. Leicester. Yeah, and that's, that's painful that. for I me to say. Start, but yeah. start of the season, I think start of the season, anybody apart from people with sort of you know biased points of view on things would have said it's going to be top three of you know Chelsea, City, and and, and Arsenal. That's probably yeah. the way people would have seen it. Obviously, no one was seeing Leicester. You know, some Spurs fans probably would. You know, I had us finishing seventh or sixth. To be honest, I, 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 yeah. I'm not so, going to lie. So, yeah. I, 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 so you, yeah, you take you take my point. So what what kind of grates on me is when I was oh well, Arsenal should be walking this. Hang on a minute, why? What just because two other teams that are actually better than us happen to have been shit? No, actually, Chelsea should be walking this, and then if they're not, City should be walking this. Do you see what I mean? Like, we, we were third in line. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, obviously, Chelsea dropped away very early. So then it became City's to win. And, and I, I, their I away Jack's, form, obviously. point before. stands up, though, in, in the sense that, like, when, it, when it's... Um, yeah, you, you're absolutely right. Like, Chelsea have badly underperformed. Quite obviously, Man, Man United have been pretty dreadful. And Man City's not quite the, what they should be. But then, like, you see certain games in your season, which are really hard to explain. Like, you know, in, in the reverse of the derby... At the Emirates, we batted you. It was bizarre because you know that 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 team, the team we fielded that day, was you know personnel-wise kind of similar to what it is now, but like wasn't quite. It wasn't performing at the level that it is now. Um, and you see all these players at Arsenal, and you see what happens to them when they're exposed to some kind of occasion. I know, I, I know, I'm tempting fate given you know, we're about to play you, but it's 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 just weird. I even even when like even when you um uh. Even when uh, you had Chelsea at the Emirates, who are just you know who have, who have been there for the taking for quite a while, still managed to lose that game, and it, it's just and Saturday, and Sunday as well. And it's, it's kind of I don't know. It's a sort of yes, those teams have been shit, but then you've been presented with this opportunity to then go on and dominate the league. I think one of the ones that hasn't happened. I think most, is kind of the, the thing. 
most damning for me. It's not a dig, I just was when actually when the spotlight really started to kind of fix on you uh, around Christmas time when people like you know because you were in great form then and the other teams were obviously all over the shop and it looked like you were the clear favourites for the title at that point. And then that Southampton mm. game came along. And, like, I don't think yeah. anyone could explain where the fuck that came from because you were so pitiful in that game. Um, and, obviously, I found it hilarious as a Spurs fan, but it just, it was bizarre. Um, and it, I don't My mum found it hilarious, uh, even as a non-Spurs fan. We watched it together. But it just <laughs> seems to suggest a kind of mentality issue, and surely that's kind of where Wenger used to shine. I mean, I, I, I don't know. I, I just think it's... I, I do have a lot of time for Wenger as a neutral... You know, if I can be neutral about it. But... And, and I have always laughed. Like I said, I've always laughed at Arsenal fans that have been Wenger out and stuff. But I'm starting to kind of see it a bit now. Maybe. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah I, I think I think something that a lot of people always forget about football is... And certainly it seems to be happening now, you know, with talking about how we should be walking the league or whatever, is that if the best squad always won, it would be a very, very boring game um, because it doesn't work like that. So, yeah, you're absolutely right. There is mentally something or, or tactically something that isn't right because actually we are probably the third best, I'd say, in terms of the squads. You know, just because of the way Chelsea have been you know, played at the start of the season doesn't mean to say that their squad isn't still first or second best in the league. Mm. You know, it's it's mm, yeah. it's kind of it, 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 it seems an odd thing to say. Oh yeah, that team down in twelfth is probably one of the best squads in the league, but nothing's no, changed that true. much it's... over the last year. Right. You know, and they, well, they're playing they have like had, the side obviously had the their issues. Absolutely, and and their form is is phenomenal. And, and what I was actually looking at, at the form table. Uh, recently is that is actually how close it is because I was looking at I think it was before we played uh, a few weeks ago now I can't remember who it was really memorable game obviously um, mm. and I was looking at uh, Villa I think they were um, and, and they were one win short it was the weekend they were playing Liverpool I think and they were one win short of being like the fifth best team on form in the league Villa you know and <laughs> it was that if you actually yeah. look at the form table You've got obviously you guys way out in front now, you know, and, and Leicester obviously up there and Chelsea. But actually, the rest of us are all really, really tightly bunched up because we're all throwing away points and, and fucking things up when we perhaps shouldn't be. Um, so the optimist in me is kind of saying, you know, <laughs> this league season is far from over yet because oh, we've I, had so many twists and that. turns. Yeah. I think it's just it's it's pretty. Yeah. Well, the, the, a lot of Arsenal fans right now are saying it's over. Believe me, they are. I well, you know, I mean, we, we've I've seen some of that happen, but it's just that that's bollocks, and we and we know that's bollocks. It's I mean, total bollocks. It's, like, it's, it's, it's still is a eleven play. eleven games to go. You put three wins together, and everything changes. Yeah, we yeah. lose against West Ham. Um, we lose against Arsenal, and we're you know yeah we could well be out of we, the title race. You know, well, it's, we, yeah, well. Well, no, because well, I, yeah, yeah, I don't think you're, we'd be out of it. It would change. So kind of, answer. <laughs> well, careful with what you say there. <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't come onto our podcast and start saying things like that. That's not cool for at all. <laughs> We're uh, the, I think the most... thing, I've come onto this podcast and you two are sitting there going, 
telling me, oh, don't worry, mate, you're not out of it yet, you'll be fine. <laughs> How's this happened? <laughs> Didn't it be a bit more hostile? Do you, I tell you, I know, do you know, because you know what the most fucking damning thing is, mate? The best chance both of us have had to win the title in fucking years, and we're both going to lose it to Leicester City. I think that's the worst <laughs> thing about this season's fucking title race. Um, Jack, actually, I, I, after our conversation um, earlier today, I had a look at... Um, Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. At Leicester's May, and that is, uh, that is, that's dicey. Chelsea away, they've got Man United away, and they've got Everton. Tough. Um, yeah, they need to be. Yeah, they need to be Probably. a few points. Mate, we've been there. saying this all season about Leicester. We've been saying they've got a tough patch coming up, and they still get through it. Like I don't, I don't know. Mate, yeah, I, I, I see. It. I, it I, is, I, I think that I think they're going to drop points this week. Actually, I, I know I've said that a couple times before, but they've um, they've lost Ngolo Kante for the next few weeks, and that is massive. Don't celebrate that, really... Seb, because that is that's disgusting. Okay, and you would deserve <laughs> Twitter shaming were you to celebrate. The injury to a, a fine young athlete. Okay, it's just that I think you'll agree with that one, uh, Mister Pain in the Ass. It's uh, just it's not the sort of thing you should be doing on Twitter, really, is it? No, I, th- I think I think I, I see it a lot again on, on Twitter, and you see people wishing injury on other people. I'd, I'd never <laughs> ever ever do that. You wouldn't. Um, however, I, I'd never see happens, you doing that. You know, once the injury's happened, then it's, it's fair game, as far as I'm concerned. It's it's all right. Uh, I agree. Yeah. Almost your fairy tale. Yeah, I want the trophy. Would never. Yeah, I mean, well, there are there are a couple of. I I wish injury on like John Terry. I I, I would love to see that. Um, and Suarez, I wanted <laughs> to see her a few times. Uh, and actually, if someone ends Charlie Adams' career, I'm not going to cry about that either. Um, but only because those players are either racist or because they've taken multiple liberties with other people's careers. Uh, so, yeah. That's yeah, I mean, for me, you know, just I'd say just on that list, just what Loris Vertonghen, Alderweireld. <laughs> that is that. completely uncalled for. There's no, there's no, there's no deep text <laughs> to that. That's just rivalry. That's that's, just, that's, yeah, that's cheap. Yeah. That, that is disgusting. <laughs> I was just starting, just trying to start from the back and work my way forward in your team. <laughs> yeah. Are these the ones Harry you Kane. just? Are these just the ones you wish if death upon, or is this? Injury. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Eventually, Harry Kane will, will trip on his own tongue or, or choke on a crayon or something, and, and it'll end him. So, yeah, don't need to worry about it. No, be down on Walcott's level, I guess. So. You're kind. You're kind of wishing. <laughs> <laughs> um, right. Let's because uh, basically, like I said, most of the questions really um, are people calling you a paedophile. So we'll 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 
we'll move away from that one. Um, and talk to you about Arsenal Fan TV very briefly because we are actually over half an hour now. Um, so we'll get in trouble. But uh, Arsenal Fan TV, there was, again this week, there was another interview with Claude. Um, and this is just for some context for anyone. Uh, he is someone that, I, yes, I've made fun of and so on and so forth in the past. But this is a lad that around Christmas time um, wasn't successful, but he basically periscoped his suicide, didn't he? Um and there's yeah, a, well, certainly talking about his suicide. Yeah. yeah, and there's he he still made kind of a, I think he took a bit of time away from Arsenal fan TV, but he seems to be back with a vengeance now. Um, and there's there's a definite mark there of a man that the, the latest one is when Ty the merchandise mannequin. Um, yeah, he's he's off on one but as be always usual. Has drinking it. Does it actually? Have yeah, you met? Have you met him actually? Well, but if if but if you if you watch his interviews, right, he's still drinking from it, and that's at the end of the game. So he must be refilling it like, with something, or yeah. I, I don't. It's probably the thing I shouldn't focus on, but it just really bugs me with him. He's trying to build a brand, but how it, can they still be drink? F- fuck tie anyway, Claude. He uh, he he, st- he started having a right wobbly, and you could see it all over his face. And, to me, I, I don't know, mate. It feels like there's a there's a certain mark of like you know, it's almost like pushing people in wheelchairs down a hill for entertainment. It's kind yeah, of like yeah, it's, it's really uncomfortable. Do you, do you, do you he's think had, like he's had really significant problems? Clearly, like and you you know, football aside, obviously, like you, you never want to see like something you know like what happened at Christmas happen again. And you just you know you wish him well, but then there's a sort of I've said this before in an article, but um, there's this, I, I don't want to do anyone a disservice, but there does seem to be a kind of an exploitative edge to it. Um, mm. Yeah, I think that's just just what Jack said, basically. Yeah, just, is it something you'd share, Matt? Is there anything yeah. you... Like, do you know the guys that run the channel? Or, I mean... Uh, no, I've, I've met... Um, I've met the guys that, that actually run it... Um, at a couple of away games at Dortmund or in uh, Newcastle away. I think we're in the same hotel as them. And yeah, I had a bit of a chat with them and, you know, they're, they're, they're perfectly nice guys. And I think fan TV channels for me are a little bit like half and half scarfs, right? Everyone seems to hate them <laughs> when actually they have no impact on their enjoyment of the game. And it's just kind of seen as cool to hate them because they're apparently embarrassing. But, you know, don't wear them or don't watch them. I don't, <laughs> I don't really see why people get so angry about them but you know watching a lot of the guys on there and, and especially Claude who is obviously kind of known in inverted commas um for you know having a bit of a, a meltdown as, as the, the fashionable word is for it um and, and no doubt that's you know for the guys that run it that's clickbait that's revenue and, and you know they're making some money out of that um you know for, for me I think he's just yeah you can see on the guy's face that it's really hitting him hard you know my personal yeah. thing with, with football is you know if it's um you know if the if the bad days are outweighing the good with it it's probably time to find a new hobby um <laughs> because right. you know I, I get to work on a monday and yeah you get the usual fucking armchair fans go oh what's awesome yesterday mate <laughs> yeah and you know they couldn't even name three players that that played for united you know and you, you put yeah, up with that yeah. but you know, 
other than that, it's like well, by Monday, you're, you're barely even really thinking about it unless you're invited onto some stupid Spurs podcast to uh, to rehash it all. But, but I did say but, I, know, did, I did say that earlier. Are, Let's get it on when it's fresh. <laughs> but some of these guys that you see on there, it, it it's quite alarming actually to to watch, and especially with Claude because yeah. of the whole periscope thing that you mentioned. It's actually like, this. I mean, you. I mean, it's fine caring and being passionate. That's that's fine because, you know, I'm the same. And, and people say, oh, I spend this much money. I spend that much money. Yeah, I spend a few quid on it as well. You know, it's it's. But being able to sort of put it aside and say that's yeah. my social and and you know my sporting interest. And actually, guess what? I've got more important things to properly worry about in my life than than 22 millionaires kicking a ball. Um, <laughs> because it's just, I don't understand how people can't separate it to that level. Um, and, you know, maybe people say I'm not passionate enough, I don't care enough. Well, you know, fine, they can if they like. But, you know, one, during that 90 minutes, certainly before and after the game, you know, I'm as passionate as anyone about it. But it's just being able to separate sort of, you know, reality from from is, what is, is it passion, just the game. Is it passion spelt with an SH? SHUN, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Got your parking levels. <laughs> yeah, not not a bad shout. So basically, fan <laughs> channels are all scum. You hate Arsenal fan TV, and you're <laughs> you're calling out Robbie to go toe to toe with him in the uh, car park at the Emirates. Is that what it is? And and you're not not really a real fan because you don't care about it throughout the week. <laughs> solid episode. No, and, and, um, Good appearance. <laughs> solid show. And I, I and and I do actually own a half and half scar. I'm just. Putting that one out there as well. If it's a European fixture, that's acceptable. European fixtures, all right. No, it's it was actually from um, the first ever cup final I went to, which is Hull last season. Because um, I don't do programs, because I'm always too shit faced to get them home in one one piece. Oh, he's a proper lad, um, he is. Right. Hey, Look at hey, that. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Lad bants, you know, all that kind of stuff. So um, I just thought, right, I'll get half an hour. Scott. I actually got it the week before the game as well. The <laughs> to get and it's now up in the loft and just my little memento from that day so you know don't at me it's come back right I'm going to push you just before we <laughs> let you go mate um, we're going to push you for uh, score prediction and also gut feeling so what's the score prediction first of all for the game on the weekend 1-0 one 1-0 all. One all. fair enough and that's and that's being optimistic as well gut feeling no elaboration. Who's going to win the Premier League this year? Tottenham. Oh, wow. Yeah, he said it. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Right, well. I never can... thought I'd live to see this day. Brilliant. If you can... Uh... No, neither did I. <laughs> that's, that, that's, that's better than actually winning it. To hear, hear, those, hear those words from Arsenal lips. Brilliant. Lovely. If I Don't feel... Uh, following... What, what, I would, what I would just like to say, though, just on that and... And if we, we look back quickly through history, uh, and we, we're not, we we're not looking back Spur- this isn't Spursy. We quote that word Spursy that seems to have become um, such a common adjective for you guys. This year, if you do fuck it up, it is going to be the most glorious thing. It's almost going to be better than winning it ourselves. Because you are no, that's, setting that's, that's up that's all heading. All I, I, don't, I don't think you even really believe that. 
No, emotional hedging was saying you were going to win it. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> I, I don't think it is a catastrophe. We, 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 um, no, we, we talk about this quite a lot, and, and we don't win the title. We don't win the title, and you know, if we finish second or third. I, I don't, I don't think that can be um, added in as a sort of an addendum to the Spursy thing. I think well, it's, it's. Are you still saying an football fans are capable of being rational? Hmm. <laughs> not, not quite sure on that one. I, I think if you don't win it, I think if you don't win it, you will have a lot of your fans losing their shit over it. Oh mate, they do anyway. They, they, they. they we, we've got you know, people in our fan base who don't like, you know, Argentinian players. I mean, we, we've got one guy who wanted Pulis instead of Pochettino after the last season. It's just that that doesn't that doesn't count. You can't you can't use them <laughs> against us. It's not fair. Well, there we fair. go. If you want to, uh, idiots too. If yeah. if, if, if you... Gunas then we're gunning. Go and look it up. It's an Arsenal awesome you... fan TV. Oh, if you uh, if you do think that you could, you know, follow um, absolute disgrace here, his at handle is at pain in the ass, and he does uh, he does some spectacular callings out of cyclists usually actually, so that's that's a <laughs> highlight, um, and just send him loads of abuse. But thank you very much for coming on again, mate. Thanks and uh, I, yeah, I, I this is usually a point when we say like, good luck and all that kind of stuff, but that's not going to happen. So you know. Have a yeah. shit season. I hope it's really, really miserable for you. Yeah, cool. Good, good, good one, lads. Go fuck yourselves. <laughs> Welcome back. Thank you very much, Mr. Pain in the Arse. He's uh, he's not a particularly nice person. Um, What's his real name? We're not allowed to say. No, what, you not. have to refer to him as Pain in the Arse during the podcast? Yes, or indeed. Or absolute disgrace. Yeah. Absolute disgrace. Or he has, to be fair to him, he's had an actual workplace intervention about his Twitter antics after someone <laughs> quite weirdly, cause he used to have his real name on Twitter. Um, someone actually complained to his work and sent him screenshots or something or other. So it's a bit weird, a bit weird that I think um, that's really out of order that I'm surprised that's not happened to Jack. If I'm being completely honest. So am I genuinely, I, I am. Um, <laughs> So, less said about that, the better. Um, that's, that's, that's my afternoon sort tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Anonymous probably, email. Probably be doing me a favour, to be honest, mate. An, in, an, inter- <laughs> an intervention of sorts. Um, uh, because uh, obviously you weren't you weren't available for uh, for that one, Raj. Um, what are your what are your hot takes? If you've got any on the Arsenal fixture, is I've it? I've been saying it for a couple of podcasts now. It's going to be a piece of piss. Is it? Is it? Do you reckon? Yes, I genuinely think it's going to be a piece of piss. I think they'll they'll win at a canter, uh, regardless of what happens against West Ham. I think the West Ham game is the much harder prospect. Um, this Arsenal team has no bottle whatsoever, um, and I, obviously, I'm saying this now with a few days to go on on the you know seconds before the, uh, oh, mate, the if it goes wrong we'll delete the podcast no seconds before kickoff my arsehole will be flopping obviously yeah of course, of course. it always is but right now if you were to ask me um, regardless of sort of the league title or anything even if we were sort of 7th or 8th where we usually are and they were 4th or 5th I, I still back us to win this one at home just because I can't see us being scared of them there's there's there's, there's, there's obviously quality there from them but there's uh there's more than enough about us to to sort of expose their soft parts, so to speak. I think that the thing that's has 
stood out for me that I was I was talking to. Uh, do you still think they'll win the league? Uh yeah, I do. Um, you, is this some so. sort of like? Is this like a weird reverse psychology thing, or is it a genuine thing? No, it's a genuine thing, and he he couldn't even he couldn't fathom that either. Um, but it's, I think out of everyone in the top four, they're the least likely. Oh, it's a big shout. But genuinely, um, I, yeah. I think Leicester, City, and Spurs have got more chance of doing it than they do. I think I I do think now one one thing I'll I'll concede is that I, I definitely know that we're a good team and I I can see all of the uh, the value that we have and everything. I do think I've probably underplayed quite how good we are and that's that's starting to hit home really now. Um, actually, that Spurs aren't just kind of playing quite well for a bit and we haven't just got a couple of good players like. We actually are a, a, a really fucking good team. We really are, um, and so we shouldn't be. We shouldn't be scared of uh, of teams like Arsenal at the moment, especially given the form that they're in. But there is, I don't know. It's, it's the intangibles. That's what always worries me about these fixtures. Yeah. It yeah. is the fact that it's you know all that it takes is that one fucking player. It takes Flamini like he did in the League Cup to have that game where he fancies it against us. Yeah, that that's We're not playing of... twenty kids against Flamini though. Yeah, I know, on. mate, but it's still like Pazio, but, either, but that's the kind of thing that happens in these fixtures. That that is the one thing I do always worry about. It's the same with West Ham and it's the same with Arsenal. Any of these kind of games is you have that one player that wants to be a hero, that that curveball that, that can happen and yeah, to a lesser extent we kind of had that with Ben Taleb and Kane in the last derby like, you know but I, I don't think it's quite the same because we were in very good form and we deserved to beat them on that day because they came to White Hart Lane and set up to defend which was pretty arrogant and uh, kind of against the script that they often like to wheel out that they play this flashy Wenger's been very defensive against uh, Pochettino for quite a while now yeah I, I think um, Wenger's been just quite defensive in general for the past couple of seasons really like, Wenger's I've... quite defensive against Sherwood I mean in that in that Rosicky game a couple of years ago um, I mean they, they offered nothing they went ahead in the, like within 90 seconds oh where he scored the freaky goal yeah when he scored from the right side and um ripped into the top corner and then they did nothing for the rest of the game I just think the, 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 the biggest thing about Arsenal is like they they have some very very good players and as as I said to uh, Payne in the ass I'm fucking sick of calling him that uh, as I said to the guest um, I, th- I still think like as a team yeah we're probably better but man for man if you're to assess it like individually on some kind of asinine you know compare blah with blah type level they probably do still have a better squad than us individually um like you know th- those players like Ozil, Sanchez so on and so forth that's really the only two I can name <laughs> um Borsa's name the little right Bellerin I think is a fucking spectacular little footballer as well um but they just seem to have this mental fragility now and I, I you can see there's I don't know. There's something that I, I think there are too many players that have stagnated under Wenger for there not to be some kind of an issue there now. Like a bigger picture. Like I, I have often scoffed at the Wenger out stuff, but when you look at the likes of Walcott, Oxley Chamberlain, even Wilshire, um, I know you can say that a lot of these lads have been unlucky <laughs> with injury and stuff, but Sorry, they've just got a late equaliser against. Good. Really? Yeah, but they, there's just too many players that haven't progressed, that haven't gone anywhere under them. Um, 
especially for this team that's supposed to be kind of that at one time at least was heralded as you know developing young talent as being well they had that picture didn't they where they all sat together and lined up to sign their contract extensions yeah, 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 yeah and it's just I don't know this I don't know whether it's a cultural thing there that's the thing I remember with old no Arsenal, they're boring they're a boring team old, old Arsenal used to terrify me yeah like, weeks in advance you just you can't you couldn't yeah it's sort of like watching your dad get beaten up it, it removes a veneer of fear you're like, you've not got the same respect anymore for them. Not that I've ever seen my old man get decked. I was going to say as well, and it's also if your dad was a total arsehole, so you kind of liked it at the same <laughs> time, you know, which is a uh, good thing. But you had deep-rooted childhood issues, and you just, yeah, you'd always wanted to do it yourself. <laughs> yeah, that's. I mean, basically, my fear of Arsenal, like in terms of them winning the league, like I say, it's that's kind of programming because I, I have fully convinced myself, mate, like. And genuinely speaking, fully convinced myself that I would never see Spurs win the league in my lifetime. That I, I just yeah. to, I just took that as a given. I was just like, I'm never yeah. going to experience seeing Spurs win the league, and I'm, I'm I can reconcile that. As long as we win the FA Cup, I even I even thought to myself we were more likely to win the Champions League, go on a go on a ridiculous run at some point in the future, and win that more so than the league. Um, I, I I actually it sounds silly, but I actually agree with that. I um. Because it, it, it takes less to win the Champions League, I think. Obviously, you have to qualify for it, of course. But like <laughs> to sustain something over over thirty eight games with, against teams who have the kind of who have such greater resources than we do, it just it's always seemed completely impossible to me. And I I I, I, I accepted it a long time ago. I thought I was never going to live long enough. Um, and that's not me being morbid. It's just just you know reality. It's just you, you just. It's one of those things that you accept that you'll never see, and you just you know you kind of you settle for like little victories instead of a yeah. Fan. And it's it's a weird feeling. FA Cup or something like League Cup. When we won the League Cup, it was one of the happiest moments of my life. Yeah, it was amazing. And, and, I, and I and I felt fully justified about that because it was just I, I had that kind of this is as good as it's ever going to get. But it wasn't it was just like, winning the League Cup, mate. It was beating Arsenal in the semi final and beating Chelsea yeah. in the final. Like yeah, and the different. way we won it as well, and you know, kind of it was just it was such a. Seeing Ledley King lift a trophy, there was all kinds of first emotions. final at Wembley. Yeah, yeah, it was, it was, it was, um, it was a great day, and I, I, um, yeah, now it's just I, I don't, I still don't really know how to feel if I'm completely honest. I know I'm confident, but I, I just, um, yeah, it's very alien, isn't it? It's very, and my my worry about Arsenal in this fixture is not really rooted in the rational. It is, like I say, it's the intangibles, and that's. That's something I don't think I'll ever shake. Even if we, you know, finish above them this year, even if over the summer they're terrible, even if next year they have the sort of season Man United are having, oh God, that would be glorious. Um, I, I'll still always have that that reverence for Arsenal. Um, obviously, that can change. If they did a Leeds or something like that, then you'd probably reassess that. But I hope Chilino know. buys them. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Um, but fuck them, right? We'll we'll do them. Um, have you asked for any questions? Uh, I don't think I have, mate. I don't think I have. To I be honest, Raj, we did quite a few questions last, um, last. You were really pissy about people asking us questions. I was, t- mate. You know how I get like after ten o'clock, though. <laughs> what you like a gremlin? No, I just get tired. I, you know, I want to go to bed, and you were you were you were being too diligent with me. Blow the whistle at the King Power for God's sake! It's only three minutes of injury time. 
I'll, I'll, I'll tell you, I'll, I'll pull you two up on something, actually. Uh, I meant to bring this up, like, this was about three or four pods ago, and I, I keep thinking on my walk to work, like, bollocks, I haven't uh, I haven't said anything about this. Stats, that whole stats argument, right? I, uh, just, just to clarify my position on this. What stats argument? You know, it was a while I got called aggressive because I, I blocked someone. Oh, yeah, yeah. The that was the account. one you went on, wasn't it? Yeah, um... And you were both like, yeah, but Jack, I'm sure if he was here, would say the stats are all a load of bollocks. I don't, like, I don't mind stats being used. Did we say that? Yeah, <laughs> to record what has happened. Because, no, you make you make the point, though, that stats, when you are kind of talking about football analytically and, you know, you don't just want to go along the rhetoric of, oh, it's magic. Because I'm with you, Seven, in the respect, and with you, actually, Dad, to be fair. Just finished at the King Power, by the way. 2-2, two, two, full time. That, brilliant that uh football is like it's an emotional journey for me I, pre- I prefer the story the narrative the the crowd the this the that the players the everything like that um the stats to me is like it's secondary like and i understand there is a place for it when you are actually arguing about this player against that player well you know he has a track record of doing this thus you can suggest this my big issue is now with this expected goals, expected statistics stuff. I can't stand it. I, I, this yeah. is what I cannot stand. I, I don't mind people talking about it, but I don't like people talking about, you know, this player will not perform because this chart says he won't. I, I just think that's bollocks. And I think that removes essentially, you know, anything. I, I just, I don't think that translates to football. I don't think that Leicester City this year, you know, Tottenham this year, yeah, that that's not quantifiable. I'm sorry, like any kind of expected goal stats. If I'm to give that kind of expected statistical outlook any credence, it it just doesn't warrant it. I don't know. I you, you know, I, I was talking to um, I won't mention him by name just in case he doesn't want me to. But I, I was um talking to a um uh, a broadsheet writer about this, and um, what what it seems to be a bit of a trait, and Jack's hit upon this, is that a lot of these stats are used retrospectively. So, you know, instead of, um, in, instead of necessarily uh, explaining the, uh, the processes within a game, someone will, will say something like, well, this team has only allowed X amount of shots from these positions and, and you, know, they, 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 you know, this amount of crosses and, you know, the, this amount of passes in their own half. And I, it, it's fine, but it's, and, and look, don't get me wrong, people are entitled to digest the game as they want to. But from my perspective, it's a bit sort of, yeah. So what? You, you, do you know? It's like so. Explain why that happened. Like, I just, yeah. I think, I think it kind of. I mean, I, I'm all for stats, and I've you know used them to a. I mean, I'm not very mathematical, so I you know I don't try and crowbar them into articles. But when they're relevant, I'll try and integrate them. But I just, I, I it, it just to me, it's the difference between listening to music and reading the sheet music. It's it's that kind of thing. It's because very binary and I, I just it's purely a taste thing it's not a, a prejudice or anything like that I just I don't I can't see myself I was raised um, my, my football beginnings uh, occurred in a stadium like watching it and listening to the sounds around me and you know smelling the burger vans and all, all that kind of hackney shit that is it's so cliched I mean yeah it's, it's a bit tired now but it's still real and that's still how most people who are brought up on the game um, will always view it and that's it, it's very three dimensional and so me to suddenly go well actually no I'm you know instead of instead of watching this and enjoying that and 
you know, going, I want to be one of these people who gets wrapped up in the emotions of sport because that is what sport's supposed to be about. Um, and so I could just never see myself. I, I'm, I'm with Jack. I just, you know, it's not something will ever appeal to me. Um, I don't want it to fuck off and I don't wish any ill on the people who do it or no. resent them for it. I just, I just, it's just something that like, I, I find, I, I find quite a lot of people trying to force this stuff on me. Um, you know, I, 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 I sort of, I get people sending me articles saying, oh, you know, give this a read and, you know, and I, I try and be as polite as possible. It's just, it's, it's just a taste thing. I just don't want it. You know, go ahead, you know, do, do, do the stat stuff as well as you can and, and you know, good luck to you, but don't expect me to, you know, be interested. There you go. Fuck stats. Sorry, that go that got a bit ranty. Sorry. It's all a load of bollocks. Um, I didn't really. Make... I, t- I tell you what's changed tonight, though. Seb's just mentioned that Leicester have drawn. If we win against uh, West Ham, we got top of the league. That oh. means the league is then in our hands. The, yeah, there's, uh, there's there's extra pressure yeah. on that match. Um, Jack is just verbalised exactly how I feel. <laughs> you'd almost rather that Leicester kept winning for a few weeks than sort of the uh, the lead changed hands. This early on, no, I think that's a big one because you, you drop points. You can drop points away to Arsenal, fine. You don't win at home to West Brom. It's a bit different, you know. It's a bit of a momentum changer that one. No, but um, I mean, in terms of um, no, I know what you're least... saying. I just, I, I think it's, I, 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 you know, let's just worry about us. Just keep winning and fuck them. Yeah, but we win. But it changes the mentality of tomorrow night. There's Tottenham players sat at home now. I've just watched it, and they've gone to bed thinking, right, we've got to win tomorrow night to go top of the league. That changes their mentality. It's not just. I like that. I I think we've got a group of players who would respond well to that. I'm I'm in the Lamella camp. I want I want Lamella and Alderweireld and everybody else sitting around telling Danny Rose, no fuck, stop talking about top four. We're going to go and win this now. That's what I want, and I think we've got the characters to go and do that. There you go. I'm uh, just silent. Uh, I can't. I can't do this, guys. <laughs> I tell you what, like for full disclosure to, to listeners, I found greys in my stubble for the first time this morning, and I reckon this is Tottenham's doing. Right, I've got a few greys in my hair, and I've made my piece of that over the last year, and that's okay. But I noticed even I, I, I had a shave a few days ago, so it's pretty short. But I noticed. Quite a few greys have just sprung up, and I reckon it's um, I reckon it's the cumulative effect of um, of that game at Man City in the the second half against Swansea. Is, is um, greys in the beard code for anything else? Sub? No. <laughs> code for what? Uh, the, the the old snake downstairs might be uh, no. looking out from an stop. A, an ashy stop cave. Stop talking. Stop talking. An ashy cave? Did you just say? Yeah. Oh, you're so I, thought we, I thought we were closer than that, Jack. We've met in real life now. You, you, That's true. I haven't spoken about don't, that don't, yet. Don't do accidental, Raj. Yeah. Uh, what do you mean? I've never spoken about your pubes once. No, but you're, that's, you, you, you have that kind of you know, reserve of nastiness that you bring out occasionally. I don't call it nastiness, mate. You're just, you're just being oh, soft. You just call that you know, being northern. But like, yeah. be, You're a bit soft. Oh, we're just decent people down in the south. Character building. Treat each other with care and consideration. Compliment each other. Smile sometimes. Laugh. All the things you don't do in Yorkshire. They You've do. never been to Yorkshire, have you? I've been to Leeds. Have you? What? Uh, what? Passed through on the train? No, in my in one of my first jobs, I um I was a project manager for a design and build com- company, and uh, I oversaw the construction of a dyke clinic in Leeds. 
From a diet clinic. Yeah, it's like a um, it's called the Alizone Clinic, and um, they they do like body shaping and toning for for people. It's nice people, lovely, lovely, lovely Northerners. Okay, lads, I, like everything is exploding on Twitter at the moment. Like, there's so many different stats and things that are all just saying Spurs have to win the league, and it's how are we in this position? How has this happened? Yeah. That. I never thought I'd see this. It's it's yeah. It's like being stuck up a mountain without any oxygen. I I'm uh We are George Mallory heroes. Trying to climb Everest in a just a woolly jumper. To be fair, I mean I've been through this before ten years ago when Leeds won the league in two thousand and four. And uh, that was a very similar feeling of uh, sort of, oh, we don't do this still. They'll cock it up at some point. And uh, they they just were relentless. And uh, I think that's the way you have to be. I think um, from here on in, you can't you can't show a, sh- a chink of doubt. Otherwise, it, it sort of, it, the Jenga bricks come down. I think you have to sort of go hell for leather now and, uh, and, and do everyone um, and sort of, Every single game is a statement of intent, and you, you do it until it's mathematically impossible for you to to not. Um, and uh, that's the way in which I view it now. What's it's a very, is... very strange position to be in. Ten games left of the season, and the league title is is in our hands. Even saying oh. that sentence isn't something at the start of the year. Oh, lads. Called, I said. Uh, it's a very, very strange, very strange thing. Um like the league title is 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 actually in our, I was going to say literally in our hands, but it's not literally in our hands. But it is, it's there, it's there now. It's mm-hmm. up to us. It's. I love it. I love the feeling. I feel so alive. Come on! That's yeah. the that's the team talk, isn't it? That it's just that sentence. It's in your hand, lads. Go, go and win it now. You're Tottenham. Go and steamroll the West Ham. I hope Black fucking Arsenal. Pochettino just. Puts up a picture of Brendan Rodgers in the changing room. Oh, mate, what you should do is you should put, you should stream a video of that fucking boominator. You know, the, with, oh, with fuck the, that shit. That is just one of the worst things my eyes have ever seen. <laughs> that, that big fat peroxide mug. I just want that fucking. I want Brendan Rodgers' words to come back and bite him. I know he's been sacked. It's not, it's not even Brendan you, Rodgers. You just won your. He was. I know. Really. Oh, fuck that. <laughs> it's, it's not even Brendan Rodgers. Though. It's the entire rhetoric that is built around Tottenham as a club. Spursy and this yeah. and that. Because it, I, I don't even see year. Tottenham fans say that anymore. No. It's, other, it's become a part. sort of a yeah. It's become a, a wider accepted part of media lexis to to discuss the club. Um, and it's uh, it'd be incredibly satisfying uh, to do it, obviously. But to do it as this iteration of Tottenham, to do it while we're still in White Hart Lane, to do it with you know the threadbare squad we've got with the minimal investment and things. I've, I've spoken about this before, but there's there's no there are no sort of there's nothing you can point to with this team that you say that's why they've done it, other than there was. They were the ones that did it because they were the best. There's no sort of, there's no asterisk like there is against Manchester City's titles um, or Chelsea's success. It's sort of, it's the most pure way you can do it. And uh, if they did it now and they did it in such a way that dispelled everything that 
surrounds what Tottenham are viewed as as a club, then it would be fantastic because it, it doesn't matter what happens from then on in, does it? They could they could capitulate worse than Chelsea have next season, and and people still couldn't take. Oh, that I, I, I would st- I would I would laugh all the way through that season. Yeah, I finish fifteenth. I would be crying into my Quite replica Premier League trophy. Should <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> sit to my desk, wearing my big novelty Premier League jumper. Yeah, yeah. head to toe in Premier yeah. League winners yeah. memorabilia. Uh, <laughs> Seven get his Premier League winners tattoo. Yeah, no, I, I would consider it. Yeah, you, you, you know not? what it is, though, lads. As well, like you know, we've we've had the the sound bites from like Bill Nick in the past. It's, it's I know this is going a bit Liverpool fan, but we've had those sound bites from Bill Nick in the past about like you know we set our sights so high that everything you know will have in it, even failure will have in it an echo of glory. And we've we've got that like Pochettino. What was it? His first ever press conference. He he just came out and said he's going to do everything within his power to make the fans proud of Tottenham Hotspur again. And yeah. it's just like Christ, like the resonance that will have if we went and did that now is it's I don't know, it's spine tingling, man. It's you know, you this know, is I, history, I, though. This is actual history we're witnessing for this club. It's 1961 since we won. Something of, and being in this position, it's. <sighs> it, it, yeah, it, I I love stuff like that. I, I I can't remember who it was, but someone was having a go. It must have been a journalist. Someone was having a go at the um. You know the montage they now play at the lane before games. Um, yeah, yeah. So it's incredible. Which I I really like that. And, and someone was having a go at it, sort of all cheesy. It's like, do you remember what was there before? I mean, you know. Like, that was it's it's a proper build up now. Oh fuck off! I don't, I don't care who who was I saying that. Like, I, I can't remember. I'll 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 try and. Um, it's it's an absolutely fantastic video. It's, uh, I really like it. It's, it's really long. It gets really. Is annoying. it that Roger Lloyd Pack one? Yeah. It's just like it's it's so atmospheric and it's kind of especially at night as well. It's um, yeah. I mean, uh, I, 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 I can believe it. Like, what, what do you want? Like, what, what about that that twat at Chelsea? He, the the, the announced used to. You should do the kind of let's get ready to rumble before kickoff. For fuck's sake. And play a bit of madness. Da, 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 oh. Yeah, fuck off. You know, I don't know. It's we've always been that club though, mate. We've always been that club that likes a bit of pomp. We've we like the drama, we like the narrative. You know, it's it's written in there if it Yeah, but in an authentic way, Jack. Not in like that kind of oh sheer class, all those banners they have around um the Emirates, all that sort of plasticky bullshit. Like it's ingrained in our history more than it is like Arsenal's kind of, um, you know, this sort of classy, good football persona they've they've sort of bestowed upon themselves is like what ten years old. You, you know what? This quite history, lads. To be fair, I mean, like even as far back as the nineties, you're one of the worst sides in the country to watch. What what we what we've spoken about in the past, though, Raj, like, and this is this is like you know, this is one of the things. This is like old. This is pre you, basically. So one one of the things that like you know, Raj and I have. Always had in common. One of the things we've always spoken about and always kind of harped on about, and you know, it's something that a lot of Spurs fans have spoken about. But it's it's it, it, it's you know those those examples like those times when we've spoken to like you know the City lads or the Chelsea lads, and we've we've always had that kind of like that downbeat resignation to the fact that probably we're going to get a new stadium and we're going to get financially doped. And if success comes from that, it's annoying. And it almost felt like that time with like Redknapp when we had 
Bale and so on and so forth that we missed the boat to really have that one shot at sealing the title in a way that would be palatable for us that would be and I know that sounds snotty and it sounds kind of you know condescending but you, you want that that's the team you support you support like you've always said Raj you know you, you've you look at kind of like all those glory glory nights at the lane the old pictures of people holding up the UEFA Cup of the lads you know bringing the double the down parade. on the bus, the bus and, and that's what Spurs is you know if if it meant a whole life of never winning the league and you know winning the odd FA Cup just knowing that we did it the right way is you know that's what we've always wanted and the chances yeah. are like still when this NFL stuff happens when we get the new stadium money will come in and you know this, our transition probably will be less Chelsea City than it will be more like the way Man United have done it now. Um, but it's still... Well, that's the thing, there's none of that, is it there? Be, no, this time, this is like, this is it. That's, this is the thing, this even is you've it. mentioned the people who've come on our podcast, and it's usually me is the one that asks the uncomfortable questions. <laughs> but if we ever go on anyone else's podcast and we do what we are capable of doing now, nobody has an uncomfortable question to ask us. No, no. There is nothing there. There is there is nothing to point to that is you know tangible and acceptable in the way it is that when we do it, when other people come on ours, and there is always a there's always something about their success which isn't complete. It isn't done the right way, and people get a lot. People get quite annoyed. Our own fans, especially. Um, annoyed when when you speak about doing things rightly and wrongly and and sort of the culture of the game and and the culture of the club specifically and sort of how the behavior of other clubs is is singular to themselves and we shouldn't measure ourselves by the same stick but if we do what they do and match their achievements but do it in the manner with which we are doing it now what we've done is so much more exceptional and would mean so much more to the fans and would be it would be the perfect way of doing it. The only, the only way I can, it would be the greatest achievement of the Premier League era. Genuinely, the only way well, I can think that, that this would be any better is if Ledley King was playing centre back. Yeah, that's the only that, the only change I could make to this season is if it'd be Ledley picking it up at the end of the year. Um, oh, don't. And that's the only thing I could change. Oh, don't. I'd still make him up a medal. I'd pay for it out of my own back pocket. It may be made. It may be gold plated and not made out. of Solid carrot goal, but that's like we the were only... saying, though, he'd still have that moment. You know, he'd be, he'd be there. He's he'd, part of it. He, he's, he's, he's part of it. he is. He's ushered this in. You know, he's. The, you know, the... always, always, he always plays a part of it. You know, because even even the players we sold, you know what? Like we wouldn't we wouldn't be here if Gareth Bale hadn't risen to what he was and gave us the amount of money to spend. Because I know we wasted quite a lot of it, but you know, we got players like Lamella and Chadley and Eriksson are all key contributors now. You know, and 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 they arrived in you know the wake of Bale's sale. So there's you know there are fingerprints of our past all over the season, um, and so everything. And and of course, Ledley King's part of it um, because you know we ha- had he not been there during. Like, I mean, I, I I actually think kind of his his prime was probably uh, his sort of first few years with Dawson. I thought he was brilliant during that period. Um, but you know he he's been one of the sort of the key providers of stability, which is ironic given his injury record. But you know he's he's been a constant. He's been the the the, the kind of the club's identity. Um, and so you know anyone, even even these people, even someone like someone like Martin Yol is part of this. And you know 
Well, not Sherwood, obviously, but um, <laughs> <laughs> we can tip X out that part no, of the history. Right, no, absolutely not. I mean, no, but like Ren up too, you know. They, it's all been about, you know. I, I know Pochettino has performed essentially a little bit of a miracle, but um, you know, we we've been on the rise for ten years now, just over ten years on the proper rise. And I know we've had dips and we've we've fallen off a little bit during that period, but like there's been a sort of a growth towards this moment for quite a long time. And then a quantum leap at the end, admittedly, but still. It's the single biggest fuck you that Daniel Levy could give the people that have berated him for a decade and told yeah. him that he's not put a single brick down and that he's done absolutely nothing in progressing this football club. Um, to have done this... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, quite he's quite. not done it on the cheap. He's done it He's done it as a businessman and he's done it without threatening the future of the football club in a way that... We, we joke about Leeds United now, but they were in a very similar boat and they torpedoed it by spending money they didn't have uh, to. Oh, I, I will say, Raj, though, I mean, I, I'm not quite ready to sort of acclaim Daniel Levy has finally got it right um, and I'm delighted and, and, you know, and all that kind of stuff. I will say that he's got it right through trial and error. I don't, I, I, I kind of, you know, that he deserves all the credit in the world for the last couple of years and not only Pochettino, but putting in the structure around Pochettino, the, the Mitchells, the new training ground, you know, that stuff. But, there's been also quite a lot of fucking about. So it's it does, does it not take those mistakes to it, it, of course, mate, it, it erases them in my mind. Of course it does. But then yeah, what I mean is that you got to be prepared that like there are going to be people who who asterisk it by saying, well, you know, broken clocks. Eventually he was going to get it right. I I agree with you, but um, yeah, I mean, what, what such a weak that? argument, though, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, but mate, like you, you, you <laughs> mate. <laughs> Welcome to our support. <laughs> Can you imagine if there are going to be people who, because it doesn't fit their agenda, will not enjoy this as much as they should? Nah, mate, they'll start. They'll start changing their Twitter timelines and wow, lads, this is a that kind of person. A spectacular retweet that uh, has just come up is that uh, we could be winning a Premier League title before Bale wins La Liga. Quite. I know, he's won the Champions League, obviously, but still, it's quite a, quite a good one, that. Well, um, well, that's not cow's chickens or anything, huh? No. Enjoy it while it goes week by week. But that's come on, you Spurs. This podcast is becoming even more therapeutic than it used to be. Yeah. That's it's like a uh, session, this, isn't it? I don't think it's counting. Like, this is like, this is it. This is joy. This is, this is actual... Like, you know, I uh, during the the Sherwood stuff and just yeah. all of that fallout, I I just thought, you know what, this like this is it. This is kind of how it. This is where we exist until we get doped, until someone buys us, until the stadium's built. We're gonna have these uncomfortable seasons and what have you. But Pochettino is just. I don't know. He's this. This. He's that. Like I've got so much faith in so many of our players, but at the same time, I, I can honestly say, in my entire life, I've never had as much confidence in a manager to take us into weeks like we have now, take us into these sort of games, and not allow anyone to fuck about, not let those nerves creep in, not let any of these players go into any of these games. But we still be training feeling twice like, a day. Yeah, yeah. Feeling like it's going to be easy. Feeling like there's going to be this. Like he's, he, he, just his manner, his whole, his 
just everything, everything about the guy. It's it it's it's spilling out into the club. You can see it, it's spilling out into all of the players. The way the players are handling themselves. You look at the way Harry Kane is in interviews. You look at you know you look at a, a, a guy like Hugo Lloris. Imagine like look how happy he is now to be at Spurs. He was a guy you, you could see he was itching to get out of Tottenham before Pochettino came along. He said um, that as much in an interview, didn't he? Yeah, he was seriously considering his future this summer. The Tong and the same as well. Yeah, you know, probably. And like you can tell, Lloris is you know he's he's a winner. That guy's a winner, you know. Um, yeah. And you can just see, you can just see he he is so happy to be there with someone like Pochettino because he's just like this guy gets it. This is it. Um, it's just it's it's you know the stuff like you were saying before, Raj, about like Sir Alex Ferguson that. He was a great football manager. He understood football, but he understood winning as well. He he was right in the psychology, and that's why you know he does lectures at Harvard and or Yale, whichever one it is, one of the big American Ivy League type universities. I think, I think Harvard, actually, yeah. And that's just that's what Pochettino has. He he's never ever risen to the shit they give him in the press. You know, foreign manager, this, that. They tried it at first. They just, they don't even bother anymore. He doesn't give them anything. He's not represented by anyone. He's his own man. And he just, he tells them what they need to hear. And he just does it. And this is, I don't know, even if we don't go and do it, like this is, it's an incredible season. It's absolutely incredible. And it's just so good to feel proud to to support the team again. Um, I've waited my whole life for Tottenham Hotspur to be in this position. Yeah. I think Actually, we all have, mate. Word, it's just I think my 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 it's, it's, my dad's in his sixties now. I think he's waited his whole life. <laughs> yeah, I've just, I've just you know I've just been texting my old man and sort of saying to him, you know, imagine. Even my mum's excited. She doesn't even like football, not even a little bit. She hates it. <laughs> uh. And to think we'd have won the league so much sooner if Seb killed Premier League owl. <laughs> That's what was. Yeah. That's it, mate. You've, uh, that was the unbalanced yeah. universe that was... Uh, I'm sorry, everybody. Sorry. What a joking. Do you think it's going to take... Think like we're Currently, we're on the edge. The, the force is... You know, it's so close. Do you think I've just got to take the plunge, kill the trunk now, kill all the animals, and then... Uh, no, because... No, <laughs> Raj can kill his brown bear alter ego. I don't have an alter ego. You do, mate. We can... We can um, if anything, my alter ego is this karma persona that I have on the podcast. This yeah. uh, somewhat reputable broadcaster. It's nothing like who the person I am in real life. Um, I think laugh and everything on this podcast. Yeah, Just smiling, incredible. Yeah, it's, it's a work laugh, isn't it? I um, I I think you should. Uh, if we win the league, Jack, I think you should. Uh, you should kill to trunk. That should be your celebration. <laughs> I don't think kills right. I, I think I think you retire to trunk. Yeah, to release yourself. Your the last to trunk tweet. Pin it at the top. Tottenham champions. That's it. Yeah. Um, Picture of you with a couple of bottles in your hand. Let's just say if we uh, if we do, I've got I've got something special lined up. So uh, Prosecco for Poch. <laughs> right. yeah. It's just going to be naked. Maybe with like just a Premier League covering your genitals. Maybe, but there's there's, there's something special lined up. So uh, I'll leave. Don't, uh, don't don't be creating content for the end of the league season already. Oh, mate, mate, you wait and see. Oh, I've got, I've, I've got old uh, pod friend Musa texting me saying, uh, he, even he's talking. He, he wants us to win the league. It's quite nice, isn't it? Because even behind the Leicester stuff, I think a lot of people would like to see us. Uh, yeah, my my lead supporting mates are all saying uh, they'd want Spurs to do it. Lily Whites, I said, fellow Lily Whites. Go on. Even though they hate us. 
Um, let's say uh, fair play to those Leeds fans, though. They were 4 0 down at Brighton and they didn't stop singing. Has Steve Evans been sacked yet? Probably. Probably. Anyway, let's not, de- let's not detract from no, our... Let's, let's not detract. Let's, uh, let's kill it there, lads. I think I think that's a good time to end it. Um, oh, hopeful. Dear. Spurs, the league is in our hands. It's March. What the fuck is going on? If you do want to see how we've gotten to this point in the season, at least through our own words, you can listen to all the previous episodes of Rule the Roost podcast on Acast or on iTunes... Um, Go back like two years and find this point from two years ago when Sherwood was in charge. Yeah. And then compare it to this. Although maybe not because I was probably pissed and really angry and saying silly things. Um, so don't hold those against me. It was an emotional time. I was working in a very unhappy job. I, no, no. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, that's a rabbit hole. <laughs> www.rtrpod.com as well is a good place to just basically listen to everything. Um, you can follow us at rtr underscore pod. That's on Twitter, of course. Like us on Facebook as well. Send us some things. Nothing actually really unique happens on Facebook, but it makes us feel better. And please, again, keep reviewing us on iTunes because I'm told it does stuff to the charts and it makes us look good at the end of the day. So, you know. Don't refer to me as a minor royal, though, if you do. I didn't like that comment. Minor royal, that's interesting. Yeah, someone, someone's slagging me off a little bit. So, please refer to Seb as a minor royal. Um, <laughs> we need to. He's only, he's only offended by that because he's, he's actually a major royal. Yeah. <laughs> Far from the throne. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but he's yeah. the one that drove into Diana. Oh. Short of the list. Oh, <laughs> God. right. That's it. The end. Oh, yeah. Come on, you Spurs. I always thought there was very, very many people interested in football, and I always thought that football was a very important game. But I never realised until today just how important it is. Whether the Wonder Boys of White Hart Lane are or are not the team of the century can't possibly be more than a matter of opinion. Well, they're the finest team in Great Britain and one of the best in the world. We are about the glory of the game. We are about playing with style. We are Tottenham Hotspur. of thought, the lightness of touch. We are Ginola, Greaves, Klinsman. We are the collective gasp, the intake of breath, the flick, the trick, the 30-yard free kick. We are Hoddle, Mabbott and King. We are the lob, the chip, the dummy and the volley. We are the hat-trick, the scissor-kick, we are Bill Nick. That is schoolboy's own stuff. We are the outside of the boot, the inside of the net, and those seconds that last forever. Van der Vaart to level it up. Raphael van der Vaart, 2-2. It's quite a game, isn't it always? We are Jennings, Defoe and Perryman. 
Glory past, glory future, what was, what is, what's next. We are Blanche Flower, Ardelis, and Bale. We are about winning with a flourish. We are about winning with style. We are about the glory of the game. Daring to try, daring to risk, daring to dream. To dare is to do. It's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.